Welcome to the Money Buddha podcast, where I chat with people who I admire, people who really follow the things that light them up in business and in life. And our guest today does exactly that. She's a separated mom of five kids, plus all the farm animals of her hobby farm. Um, Years ago, she was on a journey to becoming a lawyer as she completed her marketing degree and received her MBA law degree. With turns of events, she stumbled into a career in real estate for the past 12 years. She is a real estate investor, landlord, Airbnb host. She is on her eighth personally owned property, buying and selling throughout the years. After hitting rock bottom during her journey, her biggest achievement was to choose peace and stability to raise her family. She is always up for a good time, a trip, a new pet, but her ultimate recharge comes from reading. Fun fact, she loves pizza but can't eat cheese. She is very social but considers herself an introvert. Her 30s brought her a can of worms with ADHD and hormones bringing on more challenges to face. But in her words, life would be boring if you didn't have something to improve, right? So pretty sure she has the most energy I've ever seen. So let me introduce you to Caroline McGrath. Hello. (laughs) I always listen to my biography. I'm like, man, she's badass. And I'm like, wait a minute. This is so cool. Well, kind of when you stop and you're like, man, those are big milestones. Like, man, I age myself. But it's just crazy what happens when you get separated in your 30s, right? I was in my late 20s and 30s. And then you freaking have to start from scratch. Like, who am I? What do I like? What's going on? But it's good. All good stuff. Oh, my gosh. This is a great bio. I love it so much. (laughs) So it's like not very professional, but it's kind of fun. It makes me me, right? Which I think is great. And this is what it's about. So, I mean, it's mostly more like, like professional, but but not. I want to see the real people. So you're you're the real you're the real people. (laughs) Oh, bad and ugly. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah yeah it doesn't get more real than this shit and I find yeah. and that's the thing I'm very lucky because I get to be a realtor which I find integrates a lot of my personal life but there's two ways of doing it and one of my biggest biggest um hurdle I would say or I guess mindset was people will not hire me if they see I'm busy right so I would always create this hurdle for me to climb on trying to impress people and trying to make them think that you know like my kids never get sick there's never snow days like Mm -hmm. and then I was like but then they're not my people so instead I just really changed my mindset into like I want to attract people that value me for me and they're like you know what my realtor is freaking awesome like you know sometimes there's a kid that appears from the car but you know what it's fine (laughs) she showed up yeah right like and I feel as soon as you try to impress other people and try to like form yourself to fit into that box then you really just attract coolness mm-hmm. amazingness and then you don't work anymore like for me yeah. working is not working so that's why I think my life is so open because it's just like it doesn't matter if I'm selling a house renovating a house or buying a horse like it's just it's all the same right. there's no like cut when it's you working don't have not, to which I think categorize I love that I love that about you I love that about anyone that I see doing that I feel like I can trust them because I know who they oh. actually are, right? Because I feel oh, the 100%. same way, same way. I used to like try to be like professional, like, okay, well, I need to wear this at that event or, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, like should be like always in quotes, professional. And like, 
now it's just like if I feel like saying something I'll tell my clients whatever I feel like telling them if I want to swear I'll swear like I mean not like mm-hmm. I, I still no, no, feel you, like I'm <laughs> 100%. but if it's yeah. at the right spot like this is how I'm feeling um but yeah it's just like I feel like the it 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 we feel more relaxed that way when we're not trying so I don't to know if it's our age yeah I don't know if it's our age and I know if we're at a higher vibration or I don't know if we're in the fuck it era of our life where it's so hard to hold it and and we talked a little bit bad about relationship but it's also like that with professional relationship and stuff so you can hold on and hold your breath and not be your true self and that's mm-hmm. more exhausting than dropping the f-bomb and right. I'm saying like you dress up if you see me with buttons like a button like jeans that's me dressing up because you can right. guarantee I'm in rubber boots with leggings <laughs> or lulu 90% of the time because that's what I feel like myself in if Love I dress it. up, I dress up for me. And I think yeah. this is very important. If you want to dress up, dress up for you. But don't dress up for freaking for others. others Cause then yeah. you're just an un- unaligned. But I think it's a muscle. This mindset is a muscle that Absolutely. you have to kind of like work Same. on every day. Saying, like, am I doing this for me? Or am I doing this for praise? And then you kind of go on like that. Love that. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. That's so true. Um, so okay, I have some questions for you. So I wanted to know, um, so right now, okay, so you have five kids and you've accomplished so much already in your, in your young life. Um, so I remember you were, uh, going to law school. Um, I don't remember if you had, I think you, did you have a like child within that time frame? Two, three? Oh my God. I didn't remember. How <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so take us back, share your journey of like where it started. You're supposed to become a lawyer and then something shifted. <laughs> something happened. <laughs> something shifted. Something grew in my tummy. Uh, <laughs> so my dad's a professor. So my dad is, sorry, I'm like, my car is on auto stop, like stupid smart thing. Um, smarter than I am. My dad's a professor. So he's an accountant professor. So I grew up in that like higher education was the way to go. I've always spit in the box, believe it or not. I was always told I was too much by my peers, like, you know, too loud, too this, too energetic. Um, But I was very, very smart, like book smart. Mm -hmm. I've always loved reading. But then when it came the time to do university, it was either biology, like to be a doctor um, and whatnot. And for whatever reason, I felt like I had a very hard time devoting myself to med school because I'm not very competitive I really am not like to me I'm competitive with myself but I thrive to be the best but I feel like the best what is the best anyways right so I did my marketing degree I traveled to the states I did a year in the states I did a summer school in Mexico and I came back and I said I sat down I know exactly like I can see myself in my childhood home sitting at that little white dress at desk back in the day and I was like I'm gonna become a lawyer and Anyway, so I applied to an MBA law degree. So it was a combined and I actually got rejected. So I think that's a fun fact to say, because a lot of people see people's success and they're like, easy peasy, good for them. Right. But I got rejected to my MBA law degree, which is combined. It would have saved me a year. And I remember it was what, 2011. I had just, just bought my first uh, pre-build. So I bought a new semi-detached in the North End um, in order for me to move out of my parents and do my master's and work, right? And I got rejected. And I remember looking at it and I was like, no. So what I did instead of saying, well, that sucks, I I applied to my MBA and my law degree and I got accepted for both. 
at the same time, but not the combined. So to me, I just thought it was hilarious because like, okay, well, that's a loophole. Um, so I did my first year of MBA. It was wonderful. But then I got pregnant. I kind of got one of those, and I remember the bar, the oxygen kind of hookup. Uh-huh. So it was like one of those things that like that's ghetto stuff. Like who does that? Right. And it, it was me. That was my story. So as much as you think you're going to have the picket, like white picket fence, the, the career and, and the relationship, then the marriage and then kids, I kind of started like with the house, the kid, mm-hmm. and then the education came along. Um, I finished in 2016 and I had at that point three kids um, when I finished my law degree. Oh that three was I pregnant with my fourth I feel like there might have anyways there's a lot of them and I remember the dean looked at me and all throughout actually got meningitis so in 2015 yeah I was full-blown bed rest so I failed my exam of course because it was right mm-hmm. in November and I was pregnant with my second and, and I remember like that would have been a great excuse to stop so yeah. I was a six months behind I was feeling like poop I lost all my memory I lost my vision it was so hard and I feel like I never really recuperated maybe it's just mommy brains but when you get that sick it puts everything into perspective so I did choose to finish in 2016 knowing damn well I would never practice and one of the reasons was this time freedom I would have a hard time putting a price on my billable hours to be away from my family. So I work full time, but in different ways. I work in sprints. Um, I get to schedule a lot of my work now when I don't have my kids. So once a week and every second weekend, I can really have control over my time and when during the day and during the week. Because if you have ADHD, one of the big things you have to understand is that you can't fully function for 14 hours at a time. So I can sprint throughout the day like no one but I can't do it for a long period of time without depriving myself so once you get to know like yourself and the way you work real estate was designed for me like that (laughs) career was made for me and so many of us and I think that's why I'm excelling at it Uh, but then little secret I'm watching suit this week Mm. and I'm like frig maybe I should be a lawyer you know like you get (laughs) triggered into like (laughs) I would have been a great lawyer and I'm like but then you go back to the core of it what do I value I value time freedom I value high high income per hour less hours of work and I'm like still negative you cannot will not become a lawyer for those values I still kind of want to just kind of do it and say like I object (laughs) I I just want to object once um but that's crazy talking oh yeah we all get the urge I think when we watch suits or anything else like that we're like we'd be so good you want to be a princess you want to be a lawyer it's fine I'll live through suits (laughs) love that um so okay you said um so you don't bring your kids to daycare right you've never brought them to daycare so my and I lied so my first 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 born 2012 he when I went to university for my master's his first year he went to Kingswood and ever since he started school but now so for my four for my four youngest have never so in the last 10 years they've never been to daycare I guess my oldest is nine your oldest is nine wow so how like what does your days look like like do you have 
um, like systems? Like, or is it just kind of like go with the flow, figure things out that day? Or do you have like, like morning routines or like, what, what do you do during the day? Like if you have kids or not, if they're not like, I know some of like, they're all going to school except one now, I think. Mm -hmm. right yeah so my oldest was in private school now he's back to Maplehurst which for him I do 50 50 Uh, his dad is a wonderful wonderful dad so he is very well taken care of on both ends so often you'll hear more about my younger four and -hmm. I think that's fine I have no issues I was very embarrassed at first to say I had two baby daddies but it happened and we make the best of it um the younger four are with me full time um and the way my day works so you almost see like a Tetris game Mm-hmm. where you try to fit in where it belongs and then but sometimes you get kind of like you fucked up one of them and then you're like all this space <laughs> that you wasted like that's like how you stay above that's how my brain works and and it's not for everyone and I feel like whoever chose to have five kids clearly did not think they would be a single mom like never did it cross my mind because it takes a village to do so so for me it took me a year to even call myself a single mom because I was so embarrassed and now I have a badge of it I have such a hard time not using it to the point where I'm like I don't want anyone to live with me like I love this you know like I'm so proud of it but when it comes to system and that's something I'm not the most organized like some people have a very very type a excel sheet for me what I try my best to do is to take the chores once a day so I have a huge chart uh, chore chart for myself and leverage out the most I can to my kids. So something that, because I have a 50, like 5,500 square feet house. My house is gigantic. It's a big, 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 big farmhouse. And if I don't do something every day, I will not be able to stand myself when the time comes that I have to focus and work. So by example, Monday, I do my main level bath, plant, Tuesday is laundry, Wednesday is this, Thursday is my upper bathroom. So that way my house is never clean all at the same time. But in portion, it is. And that helps my ADHD. So I get my dopamine hit in the morning. So when I wake up at 5.20, I let the dogs out. I read till 6. 6, 6 to 15 is usually when I start the lunches. Kids get up at 6.15. They take the bus at 6.52, which is stupid early. But from 7 to 7, oh, it's sick. But they're out of my way earlier. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) 6.52, so that's why it's very important for me to be up earlier so I can wake up Mm -hmm. so that I don't rush I can rush them but I don't rush Mm -hmm. so by 6 15 to 6 45 they slowly wake up they have a tantrum or two because it's early or not sometimes it goes well you never know what you get it's like rolling the dice in the morning but you hope for the best and then between 7 and 7 30 I wash my dishes do my one day chore generally by eight eight I work till 10 and then at 12 I gym every day Wow, I love that. And that works. That works for me because by three, I'm brain dead. Right, right. (laughs) Like to me, like do not, I can book appointments, showings, Mm -hmm. but to me, it's not the time to do content. It's not the time to write contracts. Three to six, I'm in a fog um, and I'm okay with it. And then I have a little bit of a boost at night. So, but once you know, like, there's a reason why people say like, you know, like people pick up sugar and a coffee at three, because mm-hmm. that's usually when you get and that, but that's okay. Cause I know that. And usually that's when I just pick up the kids, I drive around, do some drop off. And cause if I had booked myself a appointment at three, you wouldn't get my hundred percent, but at eight, six in the morning, 
10 a.m. I'm like on fire by three you get like 80 (laughs) percent well that's still good 80 percent with everything you just said yeah I know 80 (laughs) percent is people 200 let's be honest but for me that's it just none of my days are the same and that's what I love about my life so but like I could close my eyes here and I see my entire week like almost color coordinated I book my days I book my weeks on Sundays all my gym through the week all my calls are in my Google calendar week over week because I would absolutely forget about them. Everything's on a timer 15 minutes prior to my meetings because obviously I don't keep track of time and that's okay. But once you get those tools, then you have to just surrender to your calendar and go one appointment at a time. Right. I love that. I don't think I am. I don't think I have ADHD. I know a lot of people who do have ADHD. It is a superpower especially once you figure out exactly that, like your system, like just having something, you know how you are, but you're like, it's okay if I don't know, if I don't remember everything or everywhere I need to be. All I need to know is that my next appointment is this in 15 minutes and I need to leave now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I really like yeah. what you said about every day or you do a different chore. I, I oh yeah, you have to. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I could have it, but I mean, I have three dogs, five cats and I have like five humans plus me. So that's a lot of footsteps. It's a lot of mud because we live on a big property too. So to me, that you can come to my house, just leave your shoes on and that's okay. I'm totally okay with being that person. Uh But at the end of the day, I have a huge pantry full of, full of food. Um, My kids don't have to worry about any of those things too my beautiful my house is beautiful and it's clean in portion so back I don't know on Monday if you want to clean bathroom come on Mondays because on Tuesday's dirty <laughs> the end <laughs> that's hilarious love that love 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 um so talk to me about the farm so when did you get the farm was it like like a year or two ago like how long have you had no it um, have you it's had it been 2019 2019 so we bought it me and my ex before trying to kind of change lifestyles and I don't know if it was his dream my dream our dream my dream for him to keep him busy and he left we bought in February and we separated in June officially September so he was there like not even a year yeah which is fine and as he left at COVID so I remember it was a Friday pretty sure I can check my facts in March and it was the Friday of the lockdown that he left and I mean my his story is not my story to share but I remember just being stuck with four kids pregnant with my fifth and just sitting I know exactly like you can't unsee that because you thought the world was ending which my world was as a matter of fact ending at the same time of COVID. So we had the lockdown. We weren't too sure if we we're going to die of this parasite. We had no clue what COVID was at that very beginning. And he left for six weeks and I was due in June. So from March to June, I was pregnant alone in the winter at the farm with the kids in isolation. And I would not wish this on anyone because you kind of go stir crazy as you, I'm sure you remember. But what it gave me, the farm gave me that peace and that safe place to heal, to be angry, to kick water buckets if it doesn't work, to fix bursting water pipes in the middle of the winter. Um, And it it showed me that if I can go through that, like no amount of leaky ceilings and, and 
flat tires. Like all those things are so little. It sucks at the moment. But when you can go through a separation pregnant on a big farm like that, like you're like, I could move mountains. And literally I could. I know I could if I wanted to. But now I choose to just be happy and not angry because there's two ways of healing. I, I, and if I could go back, I wish I could change it because I had a lot of anger. But the anger pushed me to do the impossible. And then in 2022, what was it? No, it was, yeah, 2022. I had a burnout after everything I went and rocked. When my life got better, I actually burnt out and I never thought I would because mm-hmm. I thought I was like indestructible. But as soon as my body was like, you don't have to fight, you don't have to flight, you don't have to push, my body just like needed the rest and I think now that I look back it was the most beautiful time frame because I went through everything in two years like everything the cycle went super quick and now I'm just in the recovery zone and it's so beautiful to like learn to walk again slowly without anger and without resentment but the farm healed me and also broke me because it sucks to see animals go like it breaks your heart and you never heal but it showed me what I could do which is absolutely anything I want to do oh my gosh that's so beautiful I love that love that so much it is definitely a journey of like for sure like when you said like anger and then I feel like everyone probably going through the same thing would obviously feel anger I feel like they're I feel like they're everyone's different but I feel like a lot of people are oh I had it all like I and I but to stay in an unhealthy toxic relationship is yeah but it's harder to stay it was yes easier to leave it was obviously the easy way out I had to and you know we all have our stories but I knew in my soul that I lost myself and I lost control of my life like I was like this is crazy but once again I don't think anyone thinks they're going to be separated again especially with such a commitment in the farm um but I told myself when we split up I was like I will not make any crazy decisions within a year instead Mm -hmm. I bought I should have really done it through so what I meant by that is I will not sell the farm right until I'm until I'm not angry anymore but I ended up buying an income property I ended up buying a rental an Airbnb like I I just (laughs) invested in good things but I never sold right. the farm and now I bought it at, like I'm gonna double my money because I sat on it for so long right so right. I'm like maybe that's the reason why I broke my back because this is my huge one it's in a lifetime cash out right right, right. something, like, something was holding it. you back Everything, do it all over yeah mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. okay love that um I think and- of all the crazy things like rescuing a cow like Wilma pass rest in peace Wilma oh. but like we rescued a calf like the amount of goats I bottle fed in the winter like last a couple Christmas ago we had two sick goats in our kitchen for six weeks oh in a dog God. cage that we had to bottle fill just like those weird things either I'm gonna fuck up my kids or I'm gonna make them I haven't decided yet <laughs> there's five of them so either they're gonna be like mortified to have an animal when they get up or grow up or maybe they will have that beyond their needs like we have to go home because we have to bottle feed baby goats like I guarantee you there's not that many that says sorry I can't come play today we have to go feed my baby goats like 100% my kids are going to be like what a weird life we had 
when they're gonna, weird. they think it's, it's normal that's amazing i love that so much that's great that's i think it's funny them, it is funny it is funny i love those like type of stories when they're different your kids are gonna have really good stories to tell like oh do you remember when especially my youngest one like she's just so oblivious so like my donkey gets out of the fence like i don't i know it's recorded it's she shouldn't but like in the morning like we wake up and there's deers in the backyard and then there's a donkey in the backyard and <laughs> And like the, the, the ghosts come right to the door sometimes. And we have two pigs, like ham and bacon. They're pet pigs. They're not being eaten. And, you know, like, the, you know, we pet the pigs like you would pet a dog. It's just a very okay. different lifestyle. Oh. Teo would love that. My Teo, he loves animals, which I don't really, not that I don't know why, like, cause, but it's not from us, like, being around animals all the time. Like, we just had Chico. Um, which passed last year but like other than that we didn't like bring him to farms like we haven't like done that at all and he's just like mama I want a horse and we're like really like okay like cool like that's a great dream like you do you your money yeah, yeah like it's like cool so yeah just like random and we're like he's like I love animals and they're like great like that's amazing that's a good quality to have so that's that's great bring him yeah. over I'm like that person that it's like you don't need a farm you just have auntie Carol that has one right oh my gosh okay yeah I'll I'll send you a message <laughs> yes I'm sure you'd love that oh my gosh okay. um so um I guess what would you say because you really took on like so you talked about um that you really hit like like burnout stage and stuff which for sure it, I feel like it's your body just letting go like you said like it's just you just need the rest, right? Um, but you really, I, I see you really taking care of like um, your mental and physical health, like making it a priority. Um, can you tell me a little bit about that? So there's nothing worse than like being in bed. And I was very lucky and all of my weirdness saying so, but like my burnout was like super nice to me because I still got up, I still worked. It's just inside, I felt like something was like, hollow and I almost feel like you know what's hollow it was anger <laughs> like I still have outbursts with my ex like we don't get along great and I still have moments of like how dare he complain right but those might be like few and far in between but I remember sitting there it was last fall it would have been a year ago and I was just crying and my partner he was just like what's wrong and I'm like I don't know like I cannot pinpoint what it is but I am just so sad and he's like okay well then be sad just sit in it like just sit in the sad because I feel like when you're angry and you're trying to push like I was trying to prove something to someone but I came to a point where I just accepted that this would be my life and I would always be the primary caregiver of my kids and that's wonderful and and someone told me once is I don't have to take the garbage out I get to mm. and when you get sick with meningitis or you have complication with your health you would take on those tasks again any day and I try to really do that so obviously I have meltdowns like I flip the switch all the time I'm very very emotional very like boop, 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 high and low but at the end of the day consistently what I thought was hard then is now a habit mm. and what I remember never thinking I could achieve is routine now so it's like if you can remember that whatever you go through now is hard but 
I will get through it, then it helps. Because what am I saying that I keep saying now is like, especially when it comes to death or bad news, I'm like, universe, only give me what I can handle. It might be shitty, but I know that I will only be dealt what I can handle. And once I surrender that and try to control and stop controlling my destiny, that really helped me too, especially when it comes to like, there's nothing wrong in my life. Everything's going well, but every day can feel heavy and it's okay to feel that way. And to kind of loop back, I've had to learn to say no. Um, now I'm taking on a lot more committees and, and volunteer work and uh, work hours. But at that point for a year, I couldn't even take a supper date with my friends because I couldn't commit because I did not know how it would feel on Thursday. Mm. And that's very hard. Very hard. But I had to learn to like let the house be messy to go sleep. I had to let go of that. But now that I feel better, I will never take that for granted. Like I will never take the energy I have now for granted. I will never be the same. I don't think you ever fully recover from that stuff. But it's okay because I don't need to push mountains. I don't need that anymore because it got me through hell. But now I don't need to crush it. I can just be me and that's more than enough, right? So I think that's very important when it comes to burnout is to accept that you might never be how you were before and that's probably better it's probably for the best yeah <laughs> I was I was intense like I was you insanely were. mad all the time <laughs> yeah oh which is gosh. fine and but you've always been a uh like like hustle <laughs> back then was oh. you know what I mean but you were intense hustler for sure <laughs> from what I know I've always been like but hustle now looks different though now, and I find that's what's beautiful before I was trying to have the bestest, I wanted to have the biggest ring. I wanted to have the biggest car. I wanted to have all those things to validate that my work good. But now success is different. Success is like we said, I can go to Montreal for 36 hours. No one knows. Like to me, that's a sneaky success of me because I can, I have time freedom and I have leverage now. Mm-hmm. That's success. In your 20s, success looks like something. And in your 30s, success feels like something. So it's just so magical how it just changes as you mature and as you go through hell. I I will, yeah, it's just like nothing enough, nothing that I can own will ever, ever give me the peace that I have. Mm. Not all the time, like not all the time, but when you get to experience that, like, it's like, fuck, I made it. Like, this is life. This is what life is about. And that's what I like the most. That's so true. It's a feeling. It's not <laughs> looking at, oh, look at what they have. Um, actually, I see you post a lot about like, um, like financial or like budget stuff, like just being mindful, like money stuff. Do you know what I mean like just kind of educating people about all of that? And I feel like um, feeling like financially independent, all that stuff. It is a feeling. It's not a look. It's <gasps> not oh my gosh, look at them, look at what they have, look at the big house, look at that. And that's what people see because you don't see how people feel. And I feel like you just like that, like it's like an aha moment that financial freedom is a 
it's a field there's not enough numbers and and I always kind of go up big and so now I'm like in the middle of the farm is for sale whether we stay or not that's whatever but I had that calling of like I need to go because if I can go and liquidate I can literally buy whatever I want cash and be debt free so that's an option and if not that's okay um I just got I just got news that my tenants are moving out so now I'm selling that I'm like I'm liquidating all my fucking shit now what am I gonna do right so there's many things you can do with 10 15 20 600,000 like what do you do with it and and for me at this point is the minimalist mindset so it's so easy to go to the store and grab that item it's so easy to go somewhere and add an extra and I try really hard to stay away from Amazon Prime like I don't order as much as I do honestly I really don't shop a lot and and then my new thing is I have enough in my home to be happy so if it's creative and having egos with syrup for the kids lunches then so be it mm-hmm. and if it means that I have to stretch my cream because I don't want to go and buy a new one that's okay because I always say like I'm not and I'm, I'm saying rich or whatever term you want to say but it's like I'm not a millionaire because I'm rich I'm a millionaire because I'm frugal mm. and that's what got me there so whether it's to have you know like a hundred thousand in in equity or whether it's to whatever your number that is a millionaire because I feel like now a millionaire is like 2.5 million yeah right no longer a million so to me like <laughs> I am not where I am today because I made a lot of money I am where I am today because I'm frugal and I'm very very mindful of what I spend and how I spend it mm-hmm. so anyone can get to their financial freedom but it's a mindset because I guarantee I've made, I've never felt more rich than the first year I made 80,000. I will never, ever in my life ever feel more excited and rich than in 2016 when I made (laughs) $80,000. And now if I made that, I would be like, what the fuck? What do you mean? Like to me, like you don't like that to me, just like, that'd be absurd. But just to say how my mindset, I think my mindset changed. Yeah, I think that probably showed you the possibility. That was like the, oh my gosh, I was able to make that much, like more than what I was making. That's a feeling. Like that's the- It's a feeling. Mm-hmm. I I will always chase that high again. number, yeah. Of that feeling of, in, in, in terms of real estate, it was capped. I capped and I needed 88,000, I think, to do so. And I did it within a year or whatever. And I think I had one deal at a hundred percent, but to me it was that feeling of yeah. now my goals, like that's not even like, that would be like, what, what do you mean? That would be like an insult to me, but I'm like, why though? Says Mm. who? Like Mm. no one checks my dad's my accountant. So he's really the only one that sees my T4, but like, (laughs) what is your rich? And to me right now, my rich is, I really want to go back to being debt-free. Like I got a Yukon. So I want to pay that off with the sale of the house. I just want to simplify things. Mm Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I love that so much. I love that you share. But I think you. I love my shit show. No, <laughs> it's I a fun I one. I mean, come in. But I, it's also like a wave. And I know, I know you're like way more into the finances, but it's okay to spend yeah. and then coast. And I think that's what you have to remember that it's okay to maybe spend a little bit and then take a break and then reassess and then saying that, you know what, maybe I should have went for an older car and paid it cash and maybe not. Uh, Or maybe it's like, you know, yeah, I like uh, the Netflix special, um, how to be rich, I think is what it's called. Mm -hmm. And he talks about 
your rich life. So you create that. You decide what is important to you, what you want to spend money on, and what isn't important that you shouldn't spend money on, right? So everyone's different, yeah. but it's just to realize and like to manage that and be mind mindful and just all of that stuff. So yeah, I love I love my, like money mindset stuff, like the oh I love it that that I finally launched <laughs> after years of thinking about it. Like people need to know or people need help or hear other people talk about it or just like being reminded about things most of us you just need to be reminded like not taught oh Janine like check on me on Mondays Mondays are my money Mondays where I check my bills pay people it used to be Thursdays but I was like money Thursday didn't have a good ring so me it's money Monday like in the in the morning of I check my buy my banks and I try to always kind of like save 20 here 100 there do my refunds and honestly like on Mondays it's not a great way to start my day I'll be honest with you and my relationship with money is not what it used to be I used to get excited so I'm like what is causing that anxiety is it because I'm not making enough is it because I have more debt than I'm used to where did I go wrong that my talk self-talk with money is not aligned. And I think that's something that you have to see, like, okay, instead of not looking at it, what's causing the anxiety and time's a little bit different. And I hate to be negative. Um, but like things are a little bit different. Like people are not making as much money as easily and people are sick, mental health, things are costing stupid. Like I'm heading to the dollar store. I might as well call it a $5 bill <laughs> store, right? Like things are changed, but now more than ever, we have to be open and just being like, Hey, I'm behind on my taxes. Am I the only person here? And someone else will probably like, yes, I am. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm selling to catch up. Right. Instead of just assuming Feeling that everyone like, with like a that you're the too. only one. Ah, yeah. We need to be yeah. more aware that we have more control than we think we have. And um and exactly that. Like we can sell things and we can mm -hmm. um money can be made easier than like than we think sometimes um but it's just to start looking at it one is like you can find money in your own like bank account where like instead of spending it on stupid stuff or stuff you don't really need like you can easily find like budget wise like extra money somewhere like we can cancel subscriptions we do you know what I mean like there's we do have like yes gas is expensive and, and groceries all that stuff but we can't just be like victims of everything. We have a lot of control still. It's just to be like, hey, let's look at, let's see where what I'm, I'm willing. My yeah. yeah. So that's a great And often, often too, especially with kids, because I feel like for me, I have a very good support system and like I take hand-me-downs and I give stuff away too. And I find for me, especially with kids, it's to set those expectations. And for whoever that hears me, Mm -hmm. Tell my kids, mommy doesn't have money for that. And then sees me and the kids go into a brand new Yukon. They'll be like, what? And I used to be embarrassed and say like, it's not that I don't have the money. If I choose to, it's just, we came here for this. Mm -hmm. And that is not what we came here for. So whether they're going to go and say like, we grew up poor, or like maybe those words, hopefully they're not going to affect them. But I tell them we did, we do not have money for that today. Mm -hmm. And we have McDonald's. No, we don't have money for that today because it's just not something that is needed. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going, and I try really hard to tell them like toys is very, very minimal at my house because mm -hmm. they all end up in the garbage because I, right. my house is so empty because I've listed, but Christmas, 
is so 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 crazy at the house but i've ch i choose to do activities so we'll have five activities instead so we're going to Valkati this year poli uh we all have these activities with the kids on their birthday like we're gonna do things because i feel mm. for me like those legos that's missing one piece is but like it's gone right experiences are right? always better oh for sure i know we really need to shift that mindset like toys and normalize it too like mm. me and my girlfriends i'm like what like me and my best friend we go to the spa for christmas that's our thing i'm like and, and it's okay if your love language is gift and that's fine mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but i think it's also a mindset of like i just want to spend time with you so for christmas can we just have that excuse to go for coffee mm, like you buy mine yeah. i buy yours yeah. doesn't matter and i think it starts with that but then again are you filling a void or are you mm. trying to avoid something are you trying to buy someone with things go you do you but for me the only way i could go on as a single mom of five was to cut those things yeah Oh. cut Kleenex yeah. cut those things of like I don't bring the kids at Costco anymore it's like I I choose not to because it's mm. stupid and it's 700 bucks so I'm like yeah. no <laughs> no that's a good idea that's a good one <laughs> yeah start with Costco <laughs> or my favorite frugal thing start at Costco with the paper towel and the toilet paper and put in your basket that will save you 300 bucks solid because there's right. no room in your basket no more room <laughs> gosh they may they do that on purpose putting it at the end for like right at the end I'm like I will oh. not fall for that I'll <laughs> get my fruits and I will just shove it right in there save 300 bucks um, I'm bad oh geez Costco um okay so last question we're gonna wrap it up so what would you say is like your biggest like life lesson I know we've had a lot <laughs> we talked about a lot um, but like, what did you learn for, from like, is there something that stands out that you like, just want to share that you feel like you want to share something that. So I, yeah, actually I do. And it will, it will wrap around that. So my LMI, uh, coach, Gabrielle Basque, anyways, he's like, what's your purpose? I'm like, well, I'm a mom. He's like, what's your purpose? I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like I'm a mom on a farm. He's like, oh frustrated he's like what's your purpose Caroline what gets you up in the morning I'm like I don't know the alarm like what um, what what are you trying to say here like I my purpose is to save animals and raise kids to not be asshole like isn't that a big enough purpose like is and then he's like just kind of raising and then after that that was my exercise and I was like what drives me is to help other moms achieve their goals and, and it's so funny because my team in real estate is mostly women women and, and and moms specifically and not that I don't like men and I don't like you know single people without kids it's just they're not my people they will never understand and you've never been tired folks like whoever's here without kids you don't understand what it is to be tired yet uh chicken with me when you have two kids and we'll discuss right <laughs> and that's okay and I want to help everyone but at the end of the day if you're trying to help everyone you're helping no one so for me, I am a huge advocate for women to be financially stable. I'm a huge advocate for standing up for yourself and to not stay in a toxic relationship. He was toxic. So was I. Like I was not who I am today with my last partner. Um, and that's okay. I'm better than I was now. And I thank him a lot in my head because he made me here today but if I could just close my eyes and do only one thing every day would be to talk to women wanting to be financially stable mm. with their investment with their job 
and I always say like, you know, if I can do this, I say alone, let's be honest. I have wonderful support. I have friends and family, but like, if I can do this alone with five, Mm -hmm. you can do it with one or two or three. Like I'm not different. And that is my purpose. And that's what gets me going. And that's why I specialize in separating couples. Not because it's like everyone wants to have first time home buyers and, you know, upsizing they're fun but that's not my purpose my purpose is to talk to those people and tell them you will be okay you're not okay today mm-hmm. but we will make sure that you're okay and that's my purpose and I'll stick to it because I know that I can help women feel better and I know that I can encourage them and be that like she's still standing so will I right I like I did a few flips and stuff and like fell on my ass a couple of times but that's mm-hmm. fine but if I can help one person today, not leave, I'm not saying to break up marriages, but just to be better and know that they can have their own shit because no one wins in a divorce. No one wins. Everything gets split or you get fucked over or whoever the perception is. But if you have your own stability, then you find in relationship, you have different reasons to be in a relationship. You stay for a different reason. And I think that's what a lot of relationships are missing is that stability and independence so that's so powerful I love that so 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 much I really love that angle way to go Caro well you've been married for like 50 years (laughs) yeah you've been married for so long but to me like looking at people I love that yeah so when someone comes to see me um, in a separation, especially if it's like a woman and exactly that, they're usually, I love seeing how by me helping them through every step, they're not the same person usually at the end when they do buy something else or once like, it's really a process. And I feel like they need that person, which like in your case, like you're the best person because you're you know exactly exactly what they're going through right so people just need to have that person Someone in their life side. Like, yeah, yeah and sometimes like it support. could be your best friend it doesn't but no one be. wants it's usually to strangers i think <laughs> i feel like oh, it's usually better yeah. like yeah it's just yeah. there's just that yeah, yeah, yeah. connection so i love that so much I know so I just I'm gonna manifest they're a lot they're hurt on the head I'm gonna look around my car manifesting separating woman right here talk to me they come all the time and like I said I would much rather being like I fell in love and I need to upsize I'd be like "Uh, whatever but like come and tell me like I'm separating and I'm lost and I'm all in because mm. to me it's just num, 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 num. like we will <laughs> flip you over with lipstick and yeah. you will walk there in high heels but just I for now it. like Oh my gosh. Oh, I love that. Um, so where can people go find you online if they're not already following you? I'm so excited. Um, I between me and you and whoever's listening, it's like it is on my bucket list to go and have everything I've ever done on YouTube, like upload all my videos in my life. Mm-hmm. I think that would be really funny. So that's on my bucket list for 2024. Stay tuned, what I can do and can do. Because one thing with me is that I told you that before the call, the most amazing things about my life are not on social media. So if you think you know me, like try again, you're going to have to find me somewhere on a trip. And that's okay too. But 
what you see is what you get. So it's very authentic. I don't wear makeup on my videos. Like sometimes I swear, sometimes there's dead things around. I'm like, fuck, I got that on video. Like to me, just if I'm going to be there, I'm going to be there fully. So I am mostly on Facebook. Um, that will be the most accurate information. Caroline McGraw, um, the girl, it's my face. It's, it used to be me and my horse, but all my coworkers were like, you don't look like a realtor. So pretty sure it's me in a black dress and rubber boots. So click and add friends if you want to and if you don't you can still creep me because it's all public and if you really really want to get to know me then come to the farm come to the farm to the next event or just invite yourself and bring fresh fruits and 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 carrots because the i always say bring your own carrot like do we y-o-c don't bring your own booze i have a, I have no. a beer fridge but b-y-o-c bring your own carrots i'll remember that i'll hit you up to go see some some animals bring our carrots you, you know like you go to costco and you have those big bags and i always used to think like who the heck buys that much carrots it's me <laughs> it's you i am that person that has to buy those carrots for my horses like that's where i am at in my adulthood beside the paper towel is the <laughs> right, right, right. I all that for my <laughs> oh my gosh well thank you so much for sharing all these things so many good stories. I'm really excited about this episode. So thank you for saying yes to being on the podcast. And uh, you're all my manifesting, Janine. It's so funny. Really, like for really? everyone listening. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. I had literally how this came across is because I put being on two podcasts in 2023. And then I was listening to you. And then as I was listening to your podcast, you messaged me to ask me to be on your podcast. I was like, well, if you can't make this shit up, I'm like, oh set goals, send it to the universe and Jenin will make it happen. Right? I love that so much. I forgot about that. You told me and I was like, <laughs> no way. Cause I, I for yeah. sure believe when we manifest things like a hundred percent all the time. And sometimes we forget be to like, careful. be careful what you yeah. ask for. Yeah. It'll come pick you up and add you on a zoom link. Right. <laughs> oh. Well, thank you. Bye again. girl. Thank you for your time. All right. Remember to listeners to go do something that lights you up today. Okay. Bye. Bye.